Welcome to Father-Son Entertainment Talk, a podcast where a father and his son come together to bring you their views on life in various forms of entertainment. It's time. Let's do this. Welcome back, listeners. This is episode two of Father-Son Entertainment Talk. My name is Ryan Campbell. And my name is Matthew Campbell. And we're here to talk about different forms of entertainment, as you heard in the introduction Last time you heard us talk about Spider-Man 1. Today, we're going to talk to you about Spider-Man 2, which also starred Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and James Franco. And I would actually like to change things up, Dad. I would actually like to ask you the questions today. Okay, interesting. Let's give it a whirl. All right, so first off, how is life? How are things going for you? Yeah, life's good. I've been a busy man at work in a new job as of the last few months and really enjoying my job and being able to set up my team and get things structured and we're ready to start moving things forward and and growing the business overall. I'm happy with my family time as well. I'm, I'm getting to spend quality time with you guys and spend quality time doing things like this with you. And I'm also doing some volleyball practice with Ashley, which has been a lot of fun. And I have actually been wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with our listeners some stories about your childhood regarding superheroes or not. It's your preference, but I would just love to hear some of your stories um, if you're willing to share them with the audience. Yeah, sure. Uh, As it relates to superheroes and being younger, you know, I definitely enjoyed watching superhero movies. I know some of the first superhero movies that came out were DC movies, so DC Comics. Uh, Superman being one of the first, which I think you and I will have an opportunity to watch some of those older superhero movies like Superman, Batman, etc. Batman was um, one of my favorites, especially the original one with Michael Keaton. Whenever I think about Batman, there's been a lot of Batman actors, by the way, bum. Uh, Whenever I think about the, the true Batman actor, it's Michael Keaton, because in my opinion, he was the first or at least he was the first that I saw. I know there were some old Batman TV shows where it starred a different actor as Batman. But my favorite cartoon growing up, and I think I shared this on episode one, was X-Men. I just loved the the heroes, the their abilities. I loved how they all came together to defend themselves and you know fight against some of the other mutants that were maybe more on the bad side, like Magneto. Just a lot of fun watching those cartoons growing up. And I remember talking to you about the X-Men at one point, and you actually said that Wolverine wasn't your favorite at first. Why don't you share with our listeners who originally was your favorite hero and why? Yeah, sure. I I actually liked Rogue, and not because of her primary power. I think everybody that has watched X-Men or understands the comics, Rogue's primary power was the ability to touch someone and literally suck the life out of them. And she was a good superhero, by the way, which doesn't sound very good regarding her power, but her power was really strong. It went beyond that because not only did she have that power in the cartoons, but she was also able to fly and she also had super strength. So just the combination of those three powers all together made me really, really enjoy Rogue as a character in the cartoons. Now, as You'll see, Bub, when we watch some of the more recent X-Men movies, Rogue isn't as powerful in that regard. The movies have made me pivot a bit to liking Wolverine quite a bit more. And again, I'll speak to my favorite powers of Wolverine. It's not the claws. It's actually the, the healing power that he has, which I think is really super cool. 
Yeah, and I remember you and I actually reading Wolverine comic books, and I think one of my favorite ones, it was like three comic books in one book. It was Power Pack. Oh, yeah. You used to read that to me when I was little. And it's, again, for anybody who hasn't read it, it sounds really dumb, but for anybody who doesn't know who that group of kids are, it's a group of four siblings that who got their powers during an alien encounter, and uh, they formed a sibling group of heroes, and again, it's not as silly and corny as it sounds, but it, it actually was pretty good, and I did enjoy it. Yeah, all three of those comics in the back of this Wolverine book that me and Matthew used to read when he was a kid, all three of them were a combination in some way of Wolverine and the Power Pack coming together to to fight the bad guys. All right, should we uh, jump right into our review, Matthew, of Spider-Man 2? Absolutely. Okay, now this movie was released in 2004, just two short years after Spider-Man 1. So this is your second Marvel movie now that you've watched. I'm curious how you would compare Spider-Man 2 to Spider-Man 1 just in your overall viewing pleasure. Well, I thought that both movies were definitely really good. I would probably say that 2 is better than 1 solely because of the fight scenes, probably uh, better graphics. And I was actually, I was really impressed with the villain and the plot line. I thought it, I thought it was very good. Yeah, and we'll get to the villain here in a second, but I'm with you on the overall fight scenes, the visual effects, much better than what we saw from two years earlier. And just the overall plot line, I felt, was much more robust than the first version. Now, I think you'll find that a lot of people didn't like this movie as much as one, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, for me, this one was a better movie overall than Spider-Man 1. So you talked about the villain. Why don't you share with our listeners who the villain is in Spider-Man 2? Well, the main antagonist in this Spider-Man movie is Dr. Octopus, or Doc Ock. And I quite liked his humor. Honestly, he was a little bit sarcastic. And I like him for his backstory. I like him for his tentacles, obviously. He's got these very long, agile, strong metal tentacles that were very creepy, but in the same breath, really cool. And I was just really impressed by this villain, and I... I thought that he was very good. Yeah, he was likable, right? Because he yeah. wasn't, I mean, he was probably a little prideful in the beginning, but he wasn't Doc Ock yet. He was Dr. Octavius. Mm-hmm. And because of the technology that he had created, it sort of took over his brain. And we see in the end, Dr. Octavius come back and you felt even more bad for him towards the end. But mm. agree, very cool villain, very cool storyline very cool abilities that that doc ock had for sure and i liked his last words he said that he didn't want to die a monster i thought that that was very cool that he wanted he wanted to die a hero when he turned good again he didn't want people to die so he sacrificed himself and destroyed the very thing that he was trying to create that would have ended blocks and blocks and blocks of new york yep that's right well it's always fun to talk about cameos. We see Stan Lee again, and Stan Lee is protecting another person from rocks falling from a building. Seems to be his day job now. Yeah. Again, not a real major cameo for Stan Lee. We talked about this earlier in the previous episode. You know, He does have speaking parts in a lot of Marvel movies moving forward. Not a speaking part in this one. All right, Bruce Campbell has another cameo. Did you catch where Bruce Campbell showed up in this movie? He was the doorkeeper. What would you call it? The the guard? Um, the doorman. 
you had the doorman for the theater where Mary Jane was performing her play. That's right. And what did he do? He didn't let Peter into the theater because Peter came in late. Yep. He's a good actor, by the way. You can tell he, he's able to play multiple roles. He played the wrestling ring announcer from Spider-Man 1, and now he's playing a doorman for mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2. I, I like Bruce Campbell. All right, favorite scene of this one, Matthew. What did you think? Definitely one of the Spider-Man Doc Ock fight scenes, but my favorite scene in one of the fights wasn't actually Spider-Man land- landing a hit on Doc Ock. It was Peter Parker's Aunt May. Doc Ock had taken Aunt May as a sort of a hostage. Um, for what reason, I don't know why. Um, but he was on the ledge of a building, and he was about to attack Spider-Man again. And she goes and whacks him with her umbrella to distract him so Spider-Man can lay a hit. But this was definitely the first time that Aunt May has an extremely memorable role. Because it was not only funny to see her stand up for herself... But it was just hilarious to see Doc Ock uh, get a hit to the head with an umbrella. I had a couple other scenes that I liked, but this was definitely this definitely topped them all by a mile. Yeah, I liked this scene as well. I liked how Aunt May hit Doc Ock over the head with the umbrella, and yeah, you know, she was protecting herself for sure. But she also seemed to be protecting Spider Man from Doc Ock because she could tell that Doc Ock was the villain in this situation. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene of the movie was the train scene. This was a really cool fight with Spider-Man and Doc Ock battling on the outdoor train uh, that traveled throughout New York City. And Spider-Man, towards the end, to save all of the passengers of the train, ends up uh, shooting his webs to the buildings that were connected across from from each side of the train and sticks his feet in the ground holding the webs as he tries to stop the train from continuing on because at the end of the the rail is the water and the train would have propelled directly into the water. So very cool scene. And then after that, you see the New Yorkers stand up for Spider-Man again. again yeah. And that was really cool to watch. And they carried him back into the train, gave him his mask back. Just a very cool fight scene and a very cool um way that the new yorkers propped up spider-man again and i actually saw the train scene again in the video game i'm playing currently it was more of an epic fail than an epic success like it was in the movie spider-man had to stop a subway from crashing in the station so he tried to uh, shoot his webs onto the sides of the tunnel but the web's broken, and he said, oh, well, that worked last time. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty funny to watch that, and it really was a good kind of a flashback to see that scene again, only it was more funny. Yeah, we're talking 2004 when the movie was created. This Spider-Man game you're playing is 2019, 2020. Uh, yeah, so, like, I think actually 2018. But... So pretty cool that they're calling back from a movie in 2004. Yeah. All right, well, let's finish up our review by getting to that last scene. And you kind of previewed the last scene a bit with Doc Ock and his final quote. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about with the last scene was in relation to a exchange between Peter or Spider-Man and Mary Jane. So Mary Jane was being held captive by Doc Ock. Spider-Man is protecting her and he ends up holding up a wall so that the wall does not fall on top of Mary Jane. 
And as Mary Jane looks up and sees Spider-Man, because of the battle that just happened recently, Spider-Man's mask is kind of hanging off and like half ripped open. And she sees that Spider-Man is in fact Peter. What did you think about this final scene? I thought it was almost funny in a sense because I thought it was funny that Peter Parker, who she knows, is um, holding up a wall to protect her. And it, it was a, it was a funny scene to watch just because of their interaction. But this final fight scene where we get to see Doc Ock turn good again and get to see him sacrifice himself by destroying the invention that he created was very cool. I love the improved graphics because his invention was a new energy source that would be cheaper power for New York, but it got out of hand and it turned into a miniature sun which started magnetizing things to it, and if it exploded it would wipe out a whole chunk of New York. So he had to sink the sun, which was cool to watch because the sun parted the water and created almost like a mini crater in the ocean. And it was a cool scene to watch. I'm not sure how they were able to do that, but it was very it was a very cool fight scene, very cool ending, almost sad too, because Dr. Octopus died. Yep, Dr. Octavius, because he pretty much found out who he was again, and mm-hmm. he saves the city by bringing down the energy source deep into the Hudson River. We're going to close out because I think this is important too, just to share that the last scene, you know, Mary Jane throughout the movie was dating someone and potentially going to be getting married. She ends up running off at the end from her own wedding. Which was actually kind of funny to watch because who she was getting married to, the guy she was getting married to, was the son of the editor of the Daily Bugle. And this was almost funny to watch because of how unhappy J. Jonah Jameson was. And if you watch the movies, you probably will find a strong dislike for J. Jonah Jameson because he's cranky and just not a nice man. So this was kind of funny to watch him watch his son get dumped on at his own wedding. So it was kind of funny, but at the same time, it was also cool to see Mary Jane take a step towards Peter, which was nice. Right. And now that she knows he's Spider-Man, she's also willing to let Peter be Spider-Man when he needs to be Spider-Man. And she doesn't care about the risks associated with that. So that's what she shares with him at the end of um, the second movie. You brought up a good point about J. Jonah Jameson. I forgot to mention that this actor, for those of you that don't recall, is the same actor that you'll see in the Farmers commercials. I like this actor a lot. He's been in a bunch of movies one of them being Juno, I think was the name of the movie, um, but really great actor. And he's the, the primary uh, actor that you'll see in Farmer's commercials. Well, I think that wraps up our review of the second movie of the trilogy of Spider-Man. Matthew, just any final comments on your thoughts about the movie? It was a great movie and a great second part to the Spider-Man trilogy. And once again, I can't wait to see what episode three has in store for us. Yeah, I agree. Great fight scenes. Love the villain. And you'll be really, really happy to see what happens in episode three. We're going to introduce a few more villains. And I'm not joking when I say a few more villains. Uh, We've seen... Green Goblin in the first one. We've seen Doc Ock now in the second one. You're about to see a few more here in the third one, so it should be fun. We're signing off here today. My name is Ryan Campbell. And I'm Matthew Campbell. Thanks for listening.